0: Welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined alongside my two beard-growing co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. Uh, he had a special announcement today. The beard is on the way back. The beard is coming back. The fall beard. Summer is coming to a close. The fall yes. winter beard's coming. Yes. You'll be Summer in, beard's done. You'll be in perfect Christmas form here in a few yes. months. Ho, ho, ho. And to my left, it is none other than Mr. Zolo, Mike Palzolo.
1: Hello, God bless.
0: And behind our new computer, just driving everybody fucking nuts, apparently, it's Bruce the tugboat <laughs> Vindivian.
1: Hopefully, you guys can tell we're in 4K now. That's why there's a new setup. That's why my yeah. head looks extra greasy on video today. Yeah, we're mine, in 4K. It's gonna be big it uploads, it's going to be 1080 until. No, <sighs> oh, okay, I got it.
0: Great. So you okay. watch us 3 hours from now in 4K.
1: Well, we don't really have, you know, that Wi-Fi for it. So. Oh my god. What's <laughs> Oh my god, was guy that guy a ja- Was that a technological jab? What is hell, man? I think jab. I what think Sam hell? was you just know, equi- There's equipment hey, shame in there. The
0: best Wi-Fi at my house. The whole thing is the ethernet cable that's plugged into the computer Straight into the box was supposed to be able to let us stream in 4K. It should. It is.
1: Yeah, there's nothing. Like if cost. it's not, there's yeah. an issue. There's nothing like hardwiring. So
0: then, when I said that we're in 4K.
1: Yeah, but YouTube has to process it. It's on YouTube's end. But
0: hard the hard point hard. of the cord was to stream in 4K.
1: Yes, and it still will be.
0: So why is it you not right now?
1: In fact. Why is this it not is right now? That has
0: no idea what the fuck they're this, doing. This is a. This is, is that, in right? the
1: wrestling world. There's a work and a shoot. A work is when it's fake and you're working the crowd over. This is a shoot. This is a shoot. This is a shoot. He's actually mad at Bruce right now. This uh, is a discussion that's going to happen after the show.
2: Fucking helmet across his room and blasting him in the head
0: with you didn't come down here and ask for a drill, I would have been done. If you have any experience producing a podcast, you can send your resumes to uh, tippedballs at gmail.com.
1: And Bruce personally will field the resumes to see who his replacement's going to be.
0: That would
2: be nice, actually.
0: Anyways, how was your weekend? Good until I got here. What's yeah, up? today's been a long day. My God, I know. Exhausting. I know. You've been back and forth twice already today. I know.
1: I know. Really?
0: Yeah. So, um, the Silverado had to go see Envy Dave. Is that
1: why there's a black a black? Shout Cherokee? out to Envy
0: Dave. So the the Grand Cherokee came out of yeah. the stable today. Yeah. So he came to the group, and then I took him home from the group. He went back to work. Jesus. And then came back to record. Jesus. Which That's group?
1: Dedication. Which group did you go to? Uh, group uh, Group West or, or original group?
0: Group I don't West. even know what the place group is
2: West. anymore.
1: Yeah, it's gone. It it's not, it's not there's your. So it's, many groups.
2: There's so many. It's not your really granddad's group, nowhere. and there
1: might be more groups Objective. coming, from what I understand. Yes, too. there's
2: gonna be more. groups. I miss it when it was just Dave.
1: Yeah, same.
2: Well, God the knows. only guy I've seen the last four times I've been there. Mm-hmm. Is Dave.
0: Anyways, how was your weekend?
1: Mine was good. Had a family party. I went to SummerSlam on Saturday.
0: Oh yes, how was that?
1: Went to SummerSlam. SummerSlam was nuts, wrestling? and it was my yeah, oh yeah. You're a wrestling fan. Big wrestling. Did guy. not know that. Big wrestling. Still a big wrestling guy. Never gave up on it. It was a blast. The building was packed, packed. I've never seen Ford 60, Field like at that. Ford Field, huh? Yeah, sixty thousand. They had WrestleMania twenty three there, and that was crazy. There was about ninety thousand there for that, but this was good. Like the building looked great. And I haven't watched it on TV yet, but it was fun. I, I A lot went of fun.
2: one years ago, I, it was at the Silver Dome.
1: That was WrestleMania 3. That's the one that started it all. Yeah. WrestleMania 3. was at the Silver Dome. That, that, was, that pretty, was the biggest WrestleMania. I could WrestleMania. not believe
2: the people that would get into that. It was pretty yeah. cool. Listen, I, I grew, grew up with, with. What are you the trying guys. to say? I haven't grown up? Huh?
1: No, I'm kidding. Sorry, go
2: ahead. No, <laughs> but I, I mean, Hulk Hogan was the guy. When I was growing up. He In the some guy instances,
1: he's still the guy.
2: Sorry? The
1: warrior. Alt- kind of Ultimate Warrior a came a couple years after yeah. Hulk Hogan. But at WrestleMania three, there's two there's a few marquee matches, but the big one was Hogan sla- body slamming Andre the Giant. Yes. yes. Which was big. But the one of the greatest, like there's there's actual people who sit down and watch every match and break down every move. And one of the highest rated matches of all time is uh, Ricky. The Dragon steamboat, steamboat versus Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was Randy Savage. Excuse me. Macho Man okay. Randy Savage versus, um, versus Jimmy Snuka, or excuse me, versus, um, fuck, I don't even remember who it was. But that was on the card at WrestleMania 3. It's considered one of the best matches of all time. Um, Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. Excuse me, I don't. I'm, I sound like a bad wrestling fan, and I know that. And I've seen the match ten times. I just get. My them brother mixed was up. a
2: big Randy Macho Man Savage guy.
1: He was one of the best. He was. He's a big... People still emulate I, I like, Randy Macho I Man used to like Savage. The old
2: interviews with Hogan. Yeah, how he would come out there and he would pop the tricep out. Yeah.
1: Let me tell you something, yeah, brother. let me
2: Tell you something, brother. And he'd start all that shit. It was pretty entertaining to watch. I actually thought, uh, be honest with you, and I I've been seeing some of that stuff over the decades and stuff. I thought the the Rock and uh, the Stone Cold dude were outstanding.
1: Outstanding. They were so- outstanding.
2: They took the... St- Sport to another level.
1: One of the reasons, and, and we're almost done with tipped wrestling, I promise. Sam's head's buried in his lap, in his laptop. Yeah. One of the, one and, and there's a boxing element to it, too. Logan Paul opened the card on Saturday, and then literally when his match was done, it was the first match, he hopped on a plane in his wrestling gear, hopped on a plane and went to go watch Jake Paul fight and he made worked, the fight. I on saw that
0: ever. Um, saw that. It was awful boxing.
1: Yeah, I'll show you this video of Logan Paul it was right in front of me coming out. But anyways... Um, we're almost done with tipped wrestling just back on the rock. There was a rumor he was going to come out for two reasons. Number one, there's a sag strike right now. And we've been waiting for the rock to come back for a while because he's part of the biggest wrestling family ever, which is the NOI wrestling family. And his cousin is Roman reigns, who's the top guy in the company right now And the main event at SummerSlam was Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. There's a set of twins, Jimmy and Jay Uso, and then their brother, Solo Sokoa. They are all cousins. The Rock, Roman Reigns, the Usos. The Usos are Rikishi's son. They go back to Yokozuna, who's another name you might know, Umaga, all these different names. They're all, all the related. All the Islanders. So down yeah. the road, the Rock so and Roman Reigns cool. are supposed to wrestle on an upcoming WrestleMania. Uh, it probably won't be next year. So it's going to be the year after. So everyone thought The Rock was going to come out and intervene and he didn't. But this is tipped wrestling for you. It's tipped wrestling. Uh, any tipped okay. meats updates? No tipped meats this weekend, no. I had ribs. I. I Were they good? Good. Mama Rosa's ribs. I just went
2: in, in and bought some stewing beef, so I, I don't know what to do with it yet. I might marinate that overnight.
0: <laughs> oh, it's wow. really breaking right. it down.
2: Talking about marinating it. When I talk about meat, it's the most sensual thing there is. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: it. Uh, all right. We're going to get into football talk. Uh, and before we hit our stride here, uh, I don't like to talk shit about people, but it's pretty well documented here that you're not the biggest fan of Colin Coward. Me? Yeah. No, I'm not. So yesterday, Colin Coward on his show was going through. A list of quarterbacks that he believed could win a Super Bowl and who could win playoff games, right? Okay. And there was a, I think, you know, the, the ones that could win Super Bowls were as follows, you know, Hurts, Mahomes, Allen, right? And okay. then he had guys who could win playoff games, so it was Goff. And then he had an entire list of about 30 guys who he believed could not win, were not quarterbacks that could win a Super Bowl. And he drew okay. a little bit of controversy for this. Because about five or six names down on his list, you know who he had on there? Tom Brady? No.
1: Oh. <laughs> Can I say it?
0: Go ahead. Can Dak I say it? fucking Prescott. You didn't, you didn't see this?
1: You didn't, no, I did not. Dak
0: Prescott was on that list, I believe. Or no. I think he was golf on was on the list too. Games. The golf playoff was on the game? list of playoff winners. Okay. Okay, Goff you ready for Prescott, this? But on the list of guys who could Gino not Smith. win the Super Bowl. Take it away.
1: Do you remember someone by the name of Dwayne Haskins? He's dead. (laughs) That couldn't have gone. He is indeed dead. That couldn't have gone any more more perfectly. Yes, Colin. He needs to fire
2: his little fucking people that do his prep for him. On his list, (laughs) that's absolutely absurd. I
0: mean, I don't know how you. He's right. I'm. I'm going to do something stupid. He's right. He's never going to win a Super Bowl.
1: He, he's never, he's never gonna win a Super Bowl, no. and he probably wouldn't have either. He's it, never gonna win a game. So there's, there's two ways to dissect this. Number one, way number one is, um, how did that happen? I have no idea.
0: How you work for one of the largest media companies in the world, and
1: and you're that supposed, flips
2: and you supposedly have a show, and, and you're the guy that I'm sure he overlooks. He looks through his shit mm-hmm. before he starts. Barking his fucking stupid opinions. Well, what are you what are, what are you
1: doing? So so people make mistakes. Like on this show yes. all the time. I make I'm, mistakes constantly. I fumble for name I make a mistake every 15 minutes and I fumble for names that just don't come to my head fast enough because there isn't an intern in my ear in the control room telling me and I don't have a computer in front of me. So sometimes I can't think of things in time. And I can understand I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a little bit of defense of him right now. I can understand why a mistake like that was made because Colin Coward, so first things first, did you guys know he's been flirting with ESPN, going back to ESPN? I did did hear hear that, that, yeah. They're talking about sending him back to ESPN, which means that's good for him because things are all things considered booming at ESPN right now with their new deal. Um, That being said, Colin Coward does three hours of radio or TV by himself every day. That's a lot of content to come up with and talk about. And he gets guests, and it's it 's tough that being said, you need a little bit of oversight on something like that. I can understand why he would he would say something stupid and forget about dwayne haskins' dying. But the counter to that is there's got to be someone in that room. There's enough of a team there. Like, we have a team. There's four of us. So there's a system of checks and balances to figure it out. And if it gets by the four of us, we're fucked. Like, shame on us for, for letting it get by right, us. Correct, But we're not going to let that happen. We're always there to keep us in check. Whereas he's got at least – there's probably a few people working on his show. Let's, let's call it ten. And one of ten people between either a cameraman, a, a producer, what, a what writer – What about him seeing it himself? Yeah, well, he's yeah. reading it. He's or, saying it. That's only one person. That's only one person. Right. But someone else. Yeah, you're saying if he read it. Yeah, if he read if
2: he's Wait,
1: this, this thing, guy's what dead.
2: People are telling him. hmm And and they say Dwayne Haskins, hello, the guy, the guy's he died on a freeway.
0: Hello, he got hit by a truck. I, I just everybody knows it. The the worst part about it was he didn't never corrected it.
1: Mm-hmm. He just kept going. Yeah, he did. Has anything I haven't re upped with this? Has anything been said since then? No, no No tweet. No nothing. Yeah, and that was a we big radio deal yesterday. Silence. That was Correct. everywhere yesterday.
0: I mean, radio silence. See, I I agree with him to where if one one person could miss it, because God knows we've definitely put somebody in the wrong team. Well, if We're somebody, somebody didn't miss
2: it because he's got to show. <laughs> nobody's going to yeah. say, "Hey, I mean, hey, we said we told you Dwayne Haskins, maybe you should apologize for saying his name, that he's never going to make a Super Bowl. Well, he's never going to make a, a team anymore. It is what it is, dude. Stop. Stop. He, made, he fucked up. Own it.
1: Own it. You fuck up, own it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure some long shit is coming. You should do it. It's, it's egregious in the sense that the, the guy is dead. And, um, again, huge Michigan fan. You guys know that about me. I had a blast watching Dwayne Haskins in college. I was really disappointed with how his career was shaking out. He probably had a chance to maybe make something. Where was he? Pittsburgh when he died or something you, like you that? You know what? I know he died you know in what? That's Florida. That's really but... tough to say. Yeah.
2: Because everybody that, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing the guy. Yeah. But everybody that had talked about him, there was a lot of, he had a lot of
1: issues. Mm hmm.
2: And I think that's why his career was going in a tailspin that it was.
1: Regardless, I'm sad that we won't see that story shake out. It's always sad when someone's under 25 or 26 years old and they pass away. That's younger than Bruce. Um, So... It's always sad when that happens. That
2: age was that, that, face? That, that, and, um, that age range doesn't surprise me at all.
1: And regardless, rest in peace Dwayne Haskins. It's sad. I I hope that there that Colin Coward's able to rectify this. I think it's going to set him back a little bit. I don't think it nega- I don't like Colin Coward. I don't listen to him. I don't think this negates anything he's done, but like you got to come up with something to tell people how it happened, why it happened. Because it's a pretty big mistake, and it's sad, and I hope for the best in the situation for all parties.
2: It's tough when these guys get as big as guys like him and Skip Bayless. When they get that big, they get this God syndrome to them, and they think they can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm with and, you. That, and that's an issue. Them guys, you know, Alvin uh, Skip Bayless, I watched him belittle his partner for so long. That's why he left. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. Do your own show, then. Do your own show. Don't sit there and have a guy on there just to argue with him. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got Bruce. Howdy. Yeah. Yeah. We can argue with Bruce 24-7, but it's fucking just exhausting. I
0: like a good argument, though. Uh, let's move on to the Lions, <laughs> who have a new quarterback. Uh, so, I guess all of the Nate Sudfield smoke and mirrors we've heard for the last couple of years is finally... That cat's kind of out of the bag now that he's not that good. Uh, R.I.P. Nate. One of Uncle Sam's favorites of all time. Teddy Ball teddy Game. Ball no, game. The teddy Ball Lure. Game. Teddy Ball
2: Game.
0: There we go. That's a big piece of news. Um, they, They've they upgraded the position ve- very
2: much. Very much. You think Teddy Ball Game's that much better than Suds? Has a lot more experience and won a lot of games. True. That's all I'm going to say. He stepped in when, it, when uh, for uh, a legend. And took over, and they didn't miss a beat with them. So I, I would say it's pretty good.
1: I think this is an indicator of two things. Um, thing number one, um, they didn't love their quarterback room clearly, right. and and they didn't feel. And we had this conversation a couple weeks ago with Kaepernick. And have I said? I know I've said it in my personal life to people, but have I said on this show how okay? Uh, I'm, I'm off on a tangent here, but in my opinion, no matter how you feel about the Lions this year, whether you think they're going to choke, whether you think they're really good or, or not, whatever, in my opinion, this is the – and I've said this last week, I think, because you and I talked about it. This is the deepest Lions team of my lifetime. It's the deepest. I'm not calling it the best, maybe the most hyped for sure in my lifetime, but position-wise at every group, this, this is before Teddy Bridgewater – This is the deepest of my lifetime. Can you guys agree with that? Agree. Like, good guys are going to get cut in a couple weeks.
2: Yes. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, I think it's the deepest they've been since the early 90s.
1: Okay, fair. Done. Since the early
2: 90s. I really believe that.
1: The one position, and I thought I mentioned on the show, if not, I'm going to sound like I'm stealing everyone's thunder, but the one position going into this signing that they were not deep at was what? Quarterback. Quarterback. We don't feel good with Nate Sudfeld taking us to the playoffs if something happens to golf. Okay, we don't feel good about that. Agreed. You feel better about this. This is a guy that's has is at a minimum he's capable of running an offense. Did he yeah. get into that playoff game last year against the when when the Dolphins played the Bills? Did he get into the game? I can't remember. He
2: got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. He got
1: hurt, but he serviceably ran the Dolphins offense. He got hurt.
2: They were yeah. doing well, with and them. their
1: third stringer he came got
2: in, hurt at, uh, and they still almost beat the Bills. Texas, uh, not Texas Tech, Kansas State came and stepped I in. I don't,
1: I don't remember.
2: The kid from Miami, that wasn't, yeah, he came in after Bridgewater Skyler Thompson, Skyler Thompson, Skyler Thompson. Thompson. Thompson came in and was running all over the place.
1: But until he got injured last year, I feel like Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> was doing a great job with Waddle. And yes. and with um, with Tyreek Hill and with Teddy everything did going.
0: not play in that Buffalo game.
1: Okay, got it. Was it. He was Skylar already Thompson. he was he already hurt before
2: injured. that. No, he
1: yeah. was hurt before that.
2: The so game before, correct.
1: You at least have a little peace of mind that things are in a better standing with Bridgewater than they are with Sudfeld. Now, I think the counter to this signing is this is also indicative on where Hendon Hooker is or what they feel about Hendon Hooker at the moment. Which I guess is a negative, but this is the perfect guy to mentor. We talked about this when they were when they brought Bridgewater in 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 free agency. This is the perfect guy to mentor Hendon Hooker with the coming off of a catastrophic injury. And similar playing styles, similar quarterbacking styles. So I think there's an element of that here as well. He's he's in a mentorship role for this year, and this allows them to keep Hooker on pup for as yeah. long as possible and not burn a roster spot. And then it bridges Hooker into next year. I think that's where the signing is, and is kind of Seinfeld fun. Then they pick and
2: stick him on the practice squad. That's, what I
1: think, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: that's probably with a wide
1: pass. I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. Um. Another little piece of Lions news here uh, that I actually kind of found interesting because, I mean, every Lions game seems like it's sold out, right? Every single seat in the stadium is always full. Uh-oh. But this year will be the first time in the history of Ford Field that the Lions sold out their season tickets. Sold out. Sold them all. There are none left. You, if you snooze, you lose. You're not getting season tickets.
1: There's a wait list.
0: There's a wait. Yes, wait list to get lion season tickets. Now, I, I I never even thought twice about this because I just figured every year the lions sold out their season tickets. But w- is this hype train running a little too fast right now?
1: No, full speed ahead. No, especially we're gonna get to it. But especially after seeing these practices with the Giants, no, I I don't. I don't think the hype straightens running too fast. Like, there's there's a lot to like. It's shit or get off the pot this year. And, um, barring some injuries, I, I, no, I, th- this is how it's supposed to be. Um, I think 24, including Lions, there's 24 franchises that sell out, have sold out their season tickets for the year. And it's about time to be in that picture. And it just goes to show you, I mean, we're a loyal town. This is a rant that I always go on about the Lions, but, You don't choose this. You don't choose 0-16. You don't choose one playoff win in 30-plus years or in, in one championship since 1957. You don't choose that, okay? You're born into that. And we have some of the best, most loyal fans in sports. That's what makes Lions fans great. So I get the apprehension from the people that have been sick of it and say, oh, no, the Ford's got to sell the team. I'm never showing up. They always let you down. I get it. But this goes to show that there is enough people this year that are into it.
2: That for years has just boggled my mind. What? People just, just constantly blame owners for their teams being as shitty as they are. In, in, a process, in a process that that I've seen for the past 45 years that I've seen the Lions playing, I think the issue has always been, do they hire the right people? And, and a lot of teams don't do that. And I think for years and decades, the Lions just had the wrong people in place. It's not like we've hired bad people here over the years. Steve Mariucci, he took the 49ers to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's no. not like the guy was total dog shit. Was he good here? No, he was horrible. You know? Um, but these are the guys that you're – you're, the people that were brought in to run this organization always shit the bed. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I don't remember players ever coming to Detroit and developing – That, to
0: me, has always been a fucking issue for decades. Well, that's a very good point to make. Speaking of players who have came here and not developed, um, Jeff Okuda was carted off the field at Falcons practice this week. Uh, they're saying now he sh- he should be back, right?
1: Should be uh, back for the beginning of the season, I think.
0: Yeah, but just okay. I mean, or not the
1: beginning, but he should be back at too some bad point. bad for him. Because, you know, I saw he could miss he could miss him. the
0: first three to four weeks of the year is what I as what I read on here. So, I mean, my God, just what a what a train wreck. I I just I I feel bad for him just because
2: he's nothing's really gone his way.
1: Yeah. No, no nothing's no. gone his way. Nothing. So the difference between him, and there's a lot of picks that we didn't like that haven't panned out. Mm -hmm. The difference between him and, let's say, like an Eric Ebron, I wasn't big on Hawkinson. I thought that was a horrible pick. I did too. And and there's guys over there, Lakin Tomlinson's one I can think of. Like, there's guys that I just... Couldn't stand them. Who's still in
2: the league, by the way? Still in he's the league. Very. And I think he hey, played in a
1: Super Bowl he in San in Francisco. Played in Super Bowl right? in San Francisco. Yeah.
2: So guess um,
1: what? He wasn't a boss. No, he just no. wasn't worth where they picked him. in the guy. Not the point. Okuda wasn't was never the play. He
2: wasn't developed here. Wasn't, that was the issue.
1: Yeah, and and that's what I was going to get to. The difference between him and a lot of other guys that like even Hawkinson. Um, Okuda never said a bad word about the city. He never gave you anything to complain about. He just never panned out in the field, but you never heard about him in the news. And uh, it made me want to root for him in Atlanta. And I was sad. I was genuinely sad to see he was carted off. I'm like, shit, not again, that poor kid. But I hope he comes back. I hope he's a part of their defense. It's sad the way things played out here and that he'll never be able to live up. You pick a corner at three, they better be Deion Sanders. And he wasn't. And we knew that in real time. Um, and I I'm rooting for him. I hope he comes back and I hope no, he, another, he makes noise in that division.
2: Been playing this week here too in Allen Park. What's that uh Warrior kid, Amani Awarie? He's back. Yeah, he's back here in Detroit and uh some of these lying guys uh kinda chewed him up a little bit here.
1: I think it was it was one that didn't play. C.J. Gardner-Johnson didn't play with him, unfortunately, which makes it a little less fun. But I think he had a lot to say to him yesterday. I know what you're talking well,
2: about. I heard Kirby Joseph was oh, in Kirby on Joseph, this too. Did he?
1: Yes. I love that. I didn't know that element of it.
2: Yeah. They uh, chewed him up talking about he ain't here anymore because he doesn't have any grit. And that, uh, that's, that's talking some mad shit right there. And I guess he ate it for a while, wasn't really saying anything. And then he kind of fucking got heated.
1: He's giving it back now. Oh
2: yeah, it was getting heated. I like that. I like that. You like a little shit talking here? And no, there, it's not. Feet. You know what? It's not that. I mean, it is what it is. Let's let's say what it is. I mean, if you Why isn't he here? He was dog shit last year. The year before, the kid stepped up. He he was one of the best players on the team. No, you're right. His first year here, he was good. And then last year it was like he fucking forgot how to play football. I was like, what the fuck? It nothing changes that fast. There's obviously issues. And you know what? It just shows you how hard this game is. That you could be good one year and
0: gone the next. Uh Jameer Gibbs. You got a little uh, insight into cool. his training camp for us so Fucking far?
1: Monster. Yeah, uh, Bruce, I hope you're able to post it eventually. But, the, I mean, he we're seeing these clips of Bijan Robinson burning people, and I'm seeing wide receiver clips of Tyreek Hill. Dude, Tyreek Gibbs? Hill, I, I watched him utterly turn a guy
2: completely in a circle okay. it was ridiculous
1: Gibbs did the same thing to, to the Giants gave a lot of money to um to Bobby Okereke Okur- 40 million yeah that was their big I mean, I think he was already on the team they extended him but that clip of Gibbs burning him in practice yesterday I mean all of the Lions I mean, young guys was it just him. burned?
2: He burned him. Him by about yeah.
1: eight yards and nine then, yards and then he j would he caught up to an underthrown ball afterward and, um, I'm sorry, excuse me, an overthrown ball, excuse me. And damn, like I'm getting more, the Lions got the Gibbs thing on paper today as it stands with all the evidence and all the context. I think they got the Gibbs thing right. I understand why they did it now. And he's, he's slowly morphing into one of the players I am most excited. Offensively, it's, it's him and St. Brown players I'm most excited to see this year. So I'm pumped and these practices are going so well and, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to miss the preseason game. Hopefully but...
2: it continues in the game day. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's the key. The key uh, is for them to perform when it could be
0: uh Friday night. Let's well, see what happens. Part of, part of these joint practices. Also, we're getting to see the giants a little bit and, uh, Daniel Jones, it looks like struggle at first big time, but then it looks like he, he wrapped up yesterday looking at least halfway decent, uh, I haven't paid too much attention to him so far. I mean, uh it seems like the Lions definitely have all of the the biggest positives coming out of there. I mean, Amon-Ra has looked great, uh Brian Branch has looked great, but Daniel Jones, I mean, when, when you have when you have a great day and a bad day back to back, what does that mean for him? I mean, The thing is about Daniel Jones is we're on social media and and through the main media outlets, we're hearing some people have him in the top 10 and some people don't have him anywhere near that. I don't know what to make of Daniel Jones going into this year.
1: So I saw really – I've seen two good interviews with Jared Goff and and Dan Campbell over the last week, and one of them I recommend watching. It's about a half-hour long. Sports Illustrated sat down with Goff, Brad Holmes, and Dan Campbell all at the same time in the practice facility. It's 30 minutes long, and they were talking about – one of the things with Goff that people have been raving about this offseason is his consistency and how consistent he's been, and it goes back to the fact that he was really good about not turning the ball over in the second half of last year, and how efficient he is, and part of that comes with being in the same system. I mean, I guess it's a new system last year with Ben Johnson, so it's, we'll call it two and a half years in his current system, but when they were first getting to the Dan Campbell era and Goff was running to the line in practice, they were having to fix things every three plays. Now they're able to self-correct errors, and it leads to less errors, like getting to the huddle in time, breaking the huddle, recognizing recognizing defensive schemes, and getting the play-in in time and lining up properly every time. And those are consistent things that come with being in a system for X amount of years, and it's consistency. Daniel Jones has not been in the same system. I think this is year two, right? Wasn't last yeah. year the first year with uh, Dable? Yep. Um so those things, there's going to be hiccups. On top of that, he's got new receivers, new guys to throw to. He's got Wall now. I don't think
2: there's a guy in the league that's got as many new receivers as Daniel Jones. Yeah,
1: and there's there's consistency. So it would make sense that—I'm or I'm sorry, excuse me. There's things that would lead to inconsistency. So it yeah. would lead to inconsistent performances on the field. Um, it's a matter of in training camp was what the Lions were doing really good on Monday— um, Because Daniel Jones was able to correct it today. So, is he be able to get back yeah. on track today? Was was what the Lions doing good or was what the Giants doing bad? But one would think he's going to be a top 12 quarterback. I like watching Daniel. I don't like watching him, but I think his game is serviceable <laughs> enough to win. Um, it's just a matter of how consistent can you be. And Right. We'll you don't see.
2: have to be Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl. No. You could be Trent Dilfer and win a Super Bowl.
0: Didn't the
1: Eisenman win Super Bowl? Yeah, eh?
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh we should talk about the rest of the league. Because at the end of the day, we're an all encompassing NFL show. We can't as much as I would love to sit here for an hour and a half every week. I, I will say rides. I
2: will I will say this. Uh there was a clown who wrote an article about Jared Goff oh God, here from have. some <laughs> stupid website. I don't know where There's it was from. AI but shit. all I'm gonna say is this. This clown talked about how much Jared Goff was turning the ball over so far in training camp. And and that's it's just not fucking true. I don't know where he was getting his information from, uh, but the guy's a dumbass. And i just like to put that out here. God bless.
1: Thank you, thank you Uncle Sam. Dumbass. God bless that dumbass. We'll put dumbass. him on the dumbass of the week list.
0: Uh, has anyone Back-
2: watched? He's lucky I don't know his name right now because I would say it. <laughs>
0: Did either of you watch episode 1 of Hard Knocks yet?
1: I actually did. You did. The I did Hard knocks? I I kind of gave Jet up. Knocks. I have a lot going on in life right now so I kind of gave up in the middle of the the Hall of Fame game portion of it like towards the second half when the lights that was, went that was out.
2: rough to sit through.
1: When the lights went out I stopped watching but I I watched all of the pertinent elements of Hard Knocks and um yeah you want my thoughts is that why you're looking at me well, like that yeah
0: i want your thoughts cuz i haven't watched yet
1: i have a couple thoughts number 1 it was even more of an aaron Rodgers suck fest than i thought it was was going to be but it but it was good it, it was, was a good it, suck it wasn't fest. like yeah like it was all pertinent stuff which i appreciated um, like they did a good job of sucking him off. Okay. Um, it was pretty. They yeah. did a good job of of filleting, um the Sauce Gardner and uh, and uh, Wilson relationship, Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson relationship. I it's a great the relationship that they have. Yeah, yeah man, they shake dog. hands. They showed them shaking hands right before a play, and they're they're cool with each other. I mean, that's that's a unique situation. It's yeah. offensive and defensive rookie in the year, and they go against each other at the same spot and practice every day like iron sharpens that's iron just,
2: that's just gonna make them so much better to yeah. up against each other every day and
1: My god Aiden Hutchinson was robbed should have been defensive player of the year I don't care that sauce Gardner is one of the best corners in the league but it'll always bother me that I mean of course we lucked out with Hutchinson but it'll always bother me that sauce Gardner's from here and that we won't get to have him I hope he comes here down the road I just think he's too big for Detroit and that New York's a great spot for his his ego um the Suckfest was great. They also, a little, little side gig, Aaron Rodgers refers to, do you guys know who Leev Schreiber is by any chance? Yes. He's the voice of Hard Knocks, Correct. and he's Ray Donovan, he's in some movies, he's in some other stuff.
2: Ray Donovan.
1: Aaron cool Rodgers calls him the voice of God, and there's a. it's the Jets, so there's a lot of celebrities at their practice. Method Man broke down the huddle one time, and he still sounds the same, it was great. A helicopter comes in, and for the first time in Hard Knocks history, Liev Schreiber gets out of the helicopter, doesn't even sound like he's – like when you hear him talk, he doesn't sound like he's the narrator of Hard Knocks. So it was just breaking the fourth wall of the narrator shows up on the show. He's not narrating, but Aaron Rodgers sucks him off, which is nice because Aaron Rodgers is usually getting sucked off. It's cool seeing Aaron Rodgers' relationship with the teammates. Um, They all love him. The fans love him. There's one observation that I knew in the back of my head, but that stood out to me. The Lions got their coaching hire correct, in my opinion. I mean, it remains to be seen. But we, we we got our guy. We got Dan Campbell. I hope it works out for him. I hope he's here for years to come. But a lot of us, me included, all wanted Robert Sala. Yeah. Robert Sala seems so fucking cool. He seems like his players love him. And more importantly, he seems like an excellent coach. And I'm not completely bought into the Jets just because I don't trust that division. I really think the Bills are still decent, and I think the Dolph- the Dolphins, if healthy, are winning that division. I do. I think they're the most loaded team, top to bottom. That being said, like it's, it's hard. It's going to be hard for
2: them to to crack these guys.
1: Good coaching is key, yeah. and it's going to be hard for them to crack it. But I think Robert Sala is an outstanding, outstanding. Robert
2: Sala's coach. not stupid whatsoever. No, he's, do- he's done a good job hiring all his assistants. And I think that's what's actually putting him to this point where he's as successful as he's been. Because I
1: don't think he would have been there. If I'm not mistaken, didn't he coach uh, Dearborn? Yeah. He, I don't know if he coached Dearborn. He's from Dearborn. from Dearborn. He went to Fordson. I don't know if he yeah. coached Fordson high school. He's the first Muslim coach in the league. In high school. We have a lot of Dearborn. Lebanese people that listen to us. He's the fifth ever Arab coach. All of them are Lebanese. And he's the first Muslim coach. He's got great New York connections. But he's from here, so you always yeah. want to root for him. And it's impressive. And, it like, of course, you wish there was that perfect fit that he came and coached here. But we got our guy. I think the Jets might have their guy. I think he's going to be great That's, for years to come. He's all great
2: there. Listen, listen no, nobody's as cool as Dan Campbell. No, the no. coolest
1: nobody the coolest I,
2: I don't see Robert Sala doing downups.
1: W- watch it watch it though because I want to I want to see I want to see what you have to well, say what about do you people. think about
2: your your head coach coming here and doing down ups with all his players
1: he's close to it though he daps I, him I mean, up perfectly the one, the one year he fell
2: broke his wrist it <laughs> was still doing him and he didn't want to tell his guys that he hurt himself
1: yeah that's awesome I'm uh, curious what you guys have to say. I just part. want
2: to drink beer with him. I want to go out and get absolutely ass hammered with Dan Campbell. I want to get drunk as Not shit. Not hammered, ass and hammered. howl at the moon.
1: Ass hammered.
2: Howl at and the And howl at
0: the moon. That's when you know. Howl, give us a howl. Give us a nice howl. No, no howls. Oh. But that's when you know. Um, you know it. So, Henry Ruggs, uh, as we all know, last oh my God. year. Um, I was going to Went flying down went Las Vegas Boulevard. One of them, I don't know, one of the roads, and he—he he was trying someone. to take off, take yeah.
2: off down Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, doing he 300 someone, miles an hour.
0: Uh R.I.P. But uh, he is now going to spend the next three to ten years in prison for, um, essentially DUI. Say that again. Slaughter. Three to ten years. Three to ten years. Sentence yep. today. Three to ten He's years today. I'm
1: sure he'll Are you end up. Kidding me? I'm sure he'll end up more on the three end. But he killed someone. Yeah. He killed some. Are you
2: are you trying to tell me they're just charging this guy with manslaughter? Yeah. After he fucking killed two people? Yeah, was it
1: two people or one person I thought it was
2: it two. Was
0: one person and her dog oh, was in uh, the My car. bad. Dog my bad. Car.
1: Yeah, that's I, I, I'm wrong. I think it's gonna be more on the three end. That's that's horrible, dude. Horrible in what way? That's fucking
2: hor it's horrible, dude. Horrible. Like that you don't he don't think, killed
1: somebody. Like that you don't think you got enough three time. Years. Well, I mean, it could he could do ten. You know, you don't know that. His, Guess what? Any way you spin it, his life is probably over. Tonight. Oh, I don't think so. Not at all. You think he's going to get out Ten in years? three? You think he's
2: going to get your out behavior, in dude. He's out seven. That's if he gets to ten.
1: What's the moral of the story? Right
2: three? He'll do fucking two and a half years. He'll be out.
1: What's the moral of the story, Uncle Sam? What's what are you the trying moral to tell us? the
2: story? Us? Don't do 200 miles an hour down to fucking Las Vegas Boulevard at fucking two o'clock in the morning. Well, he was drunk. It's at drunk off your ass. twice yeah. the
0: legal limit. Yeah. It's yeah. that simple.
2: Is that justice for that family? Probably not. For that person's family that he fucking killed? Probably not. No, it's not
0: justice. Absolutely not. It's a minimum of three years, and it was not given credit for time served so far.
2: Even, Even that. Even that. Dude, prison years ain't like regular years. You knock two months off. Come on now. What the fuck are we doing here? Ten months is a year.
1: Just don't drink and drive. There's no reason why these guys shouldn't be calling Uber. He's, yeah. clou- he's a fucking clown.
2: He's a fucking clown. And it's not justice if he's doing three years or if he's, even if he's doing five years, half of it. That's not fucking justice. That's not justice. He fucking killed somebody. You go out right now. You fucking kill somebody. You're going to do 20 years.
0: So did Jason. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah, what? O.J. didn't do any years.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? He did 16 years in prison, bud. That wasn't for killing someone. No, it was for his memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> he got acquitted. That's the system. This Love is what didn't we're talking fit. about. Because O.J. hired the best fucking lawyers in the United States. He
1: did. He did do that. Three of them.
2: Not one. Three. The dream team he, of lawyers. He
1: cornered the market on lawyers. He did.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> And he banged our old lady. What's the difference? <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what are we fucking doing? Is it fair to these people? Is it fair to the Goldman family that that scumbag is walking, the fucking walking free today? No. And he's lucky that I'm not Ronald Goldman's dad. Because if I was, I'd, I'd shoot that fucker in the head right in front of everybody. <laughs>
1: Uncle Sam is not cool. The, g- the gist is Uncle Sam is not cool with Henry Ruggs getting three to ten years. No, I'm not. He I'm not cool him, with that at all. He wants him at 30 Ruggs. to 100. Yeah. It's
2: not justice. That's not justice. I'll say, you want
1: justice. I'll say this much. I, I,
2: I think anybody months. deserves justice if they've had a family member killed by a drunk driver.
1: I do think he's going to get out slightly earlier than that three to ten. I, I don't doubt he is. that. He's an
2: athlete. He could play football. They're going to let it go. Roger Goodell, do the right thing. Don't ever let this guy fucking play football again. Fuck him.
0: All right. Anything to add there?
1: <laughs> I think I think we're all set. <laughs> okay. I'm afraid if I add that, I we'll be digging a deep it? hole.
0: Uh, well, the hole might get. Oh, a sorry. L- speak.
1: Didn't the uh, Mariota documentary come out? Did anybody watch that? There's a Mario. Oh, uh, you're talking about Johnny Manziel? Or Johnny Manziel. God, you are I'm, fucking dude, stupid. I got their names. Sorry. I, I, have a, uh, I have a 15 and a half hour flight, and I'm watching it on there. And yeah. then while I'm gone, I think all of the Florida ones drop every week. The Gators ones? Yeah, there's four yeah. of them. So I'm going to do all of those at one time.
0: Yeah, so I need to catch up on Hard Knocks, the Manziel. Do you watch Quarterback? Man, man, I haven't no. watched Quarterback yet. I got a lot of TV to You, gets, you got a lot of I content. Haven't been, I haven't been around. So. A lot of content. Um, I haven't gotten around. But asking. we need to talk about Jonathan Taylor. Uh, we talked a little bit last week about how him and Jim Ursay got into a, for lack of a better word, pissing contest on Twitter. Um, but before we talk, I, I want Solo to talk a little bit about the piece of news about him. There was a little bit of news about Jim Ursay this week because Jim Irsay Whale-gate. did not want to pay Jonathan Taylor uh, the $16 million a year that he had requested. But uh, a story has surfaced that said Jim Ursay is paying $20 million to transport a killer whale from a small enclosure in Miami where she has lived for 53 years. Across the United States to the Pacific Ocean so that she can be free.
1: Okay, before I get into that, Uncle Sam, I got a question I got a question for both of you. How many glasses of scotch did it take to get that commitment out of him? You you first, Uncle Sam.
2: Well, it would have to be pretty hefty, Mike. I would say at least a quarter of a bottle.
1: And what was he drinking specifically? Was there a scotch uh, that he drank?
0: I, I, I don't was it know. might have been Henry
1: Henry the, we don't know. Louis the thirteenth, uh, the cognac. 13th.
0: Yeah, uh, so the eight thousand pound orca named Lolita, Lolita, yeah, <laughs> is going God to detail. a fifteen acre netted area in the Puget
2: Sound. You know what? If he's got that much money to piss away, <laughs> uh, throw some our way.
1: I'm sure fifteen acres is more than what Lolita was currently dwelling in but i feel like that's not a lot
2: like a swimming tank actually
0: at sea world somewhere hold on yesterday jim ursay actually (sighs) tweeted out a video um it's essentially a hype video for lolita On Twitter, uh, it says, 50 years ago today, Lolita was captured. It's time for her to go home, and I will do whatever it takes to get her there. And he used the Colts And And Does Lolita team.
2: jump out of the water he's and got, drink a he's got this glass hat on. of Chevis
0: with him? He's got this <laughs> hat on. It's from yesterday, Bruce, so it's got to be up to the, uh, up at the top. Okay. Uh, he's got this little hat on, and he's showing videos of the whale swimming around. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's
1: pretty awesome. Uh um, awesome. Oh, is that Twitter live on the stream right now? No. no. Oh, yeah, okay, got no, it. Okay. That's disappointing.
0: Yeah. So 50 years ago today, Lolita was captured. Um But anyways, he's a good
2: guy. That's a good guy right there to do something like
0: that. To save a whale. to move a fucking to whale. To save
2: a
1: whale. So so That is awesome. The the gist is like there's been some really like f- football Twitter and football memeing is always fun. Like it goes back to the it goes back to the what's his face got shot in the thigh, but um who's the guy who's the running back from uh Who's the running back from the Redskins that got shot in the thigh and then came back last year? Oh, uh, Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson got shot in the leg and came back, and John Mechie had cancer and came back, and Michael Thomas still isn't pre you know, shit like that. A funny one is Jim Ursae will spend – Thirty million dollars or whatever it is to move a whale, but won't pay Jonathan Taylor. I, I think it's hilarious. That, that's pretty
2: tight. There's, that's there's, that's you got to admit that's tight.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 cool and good for Jim Say, but you got to remember, like as much as funny as Do that you think narrative you put is that out
2: there, just to rub it in.
1: No, no, because, come on, because because remember remember these guys they're under, There's a salary cap. OK, so if it was up to Jim or saying there was no salary cap and this was baseball and he was like the New York Yankees, I'm sure he's giving Jonathan Taylor that 50 million dollars. I'm positive of that, but it doesn't work that way. It's a business and he has to fit it against a salary cap. And that's why Jonathan Taylor isn't getting paid what he is. And that's why Lolita the whale is getting paid to be moved. <laughs> so good for Jim say that's that that's is, a, that that's a good guy. Incredible.
0: move. You know who the real winner here is Lolita Lolita the whale. Lolita. Lolita the whale.
1: The, yeah. they're going to play uh, I'm Coming Home by P. Diddy as they drop her back oh, into wow. the ocean.
0: Yo, Anthony Richardson, you don't have a running back, but Lolita will thank you for this one. Um, I was surprised to hear this one, but there has been a lot of noise. Well, not surprised about this. A lot of noise coming out of Commander's Camp, but I was surprised that Eric Bieniemy was the target of that noise. And a lot of the players so far are not happy with the situation there. Uh, so, I feel like Eric Bietemi's been a little bit of a polarizing character as of late, because everybody praised him immensely for what happened in, in Kansas City. A- and, you know... For, for a long time. For a very long time. You know, he was... Everybody said it was all his plan, and that's part of the reasons why Mahomes had flourished. But... Then when he applied for head coaching jobs, nobody really jumped. Nobody was really there to you know sign him up. I, I, mean, I don't
2: think he interviews well, to be honest with you. Well, I, I don't. Th- I don't think this guy has the charisma or the, the. I don't know know how to be a head coach.
1: There was something I remember that came up because he interviewed every year, yes, and his every players year for like loved five him years. and he seemed so intense, so some I thought something came up last year when he was interviewing, and it just seemed like. You're never going to be a head coach. I thought there was something in his past. I don't remember. Maybe a sexual assault. Please, I'm 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 just trying to recall. I'm not saying Allegedly. he did that. Allegedly, I'm I'm not Allegedly. saying he is that. Someone yeah. has to fact check me on that. But I thought something came up that was preventing him from you being. Think a that's head what's coach. keeping
2: him from being? He just in the
1: spotlight. He had too much success, and and we've I think Andy Reid assistants are hit or miss. I know we had this conversation when the Belichick argument came up, but Andy Reid assistants do tend to do good. So um, they're, hit, they're hit or miss, but they're, he's got a higher hit rate than Belichick. And it's weird that the enemy never got a head coaching arm because every player that's played with him is, or played for him has loved playing for him.
2: Yes, that's, so. that's what I don't understand why right now that these players are not buying into him. Because if they're not buying into what he's trying to teach them, they're going to be a big clusterfuck over there.
0: Uh, well, yeah, enemy does have a little bit of a of a track record. Uh, he was arrested in 1988 for assault. Um, he Who was, wasn't in he the had, NFL. He had his license suspended in 1989 uh, after accumulating ten speeding tickets in a year. That's ten. That's uh, about what. of the NFL was pulled over going 92 and a 65 with a rifle in his car. Then the following year, uh, he pleaded no contest to interfering with a firefighter who had been performing his duties to extinguish a fire in his home. And then in 1993, he was uh, arrested for allegedly harassing a female parking attendant. So could see how that would affect an NFL owner giving him a job. I mean, again, this was 30 years ago. Right. I mean a lot of people change in 30 years. I saw a lot of people on the X talking about you never heard anybody in Kansas City complaining about Bienemy. Is this just part of the Commanders lackluster half-hearted shitty culture that the players are not used to his coaching style because you never heard any noise around Bienemy in Kansas.
2: City. Well, if I would if I was a player Coming into Washington, which they need to change their name back to the Redskins. No, Football the Commanders team. is stupid.
1: I, I like Football Team.
2: So, football I, team. You, you know what? At this point, why would you not want to buy into a system that is going to benefit everybody on that offense there? Why would you not buy into that? Why would you not listen to one of the – the guys that know this system and that can implement it and really make them dynamic it's it's stupid not to to take the advice from somebody with that knowledge and and just throw it away it doesn't make any fucking sense what is ron rivera doing
1: yeah so Pete you just hit on something piggybacking off of that i i think ron rivera is one of the better player coaches in the league not to say he's one of the best coaches but he's one of the best coaches players love to play for because he was a player he was a very good player he's gone to a super bowl i think that counts for something and if i were ron rivera they're going to ron rivera with these complaints i would just say like trust me um i know this guy is good he's got a great track record he's done well and I'm right. talking about he needs
2: to stand up and say, hey,
1: yeah, this is our OC. That's what I'm you saying. You need
2: to fucking listen to him.
1: That's what I'm saying. If if I'm Ron Rivera, this is what I'm telling my players. This this guy is good. Just buy in a little bit and good things will happen. And I and I think that's gonna eventually be between their ownership, between Ron Rivera, Bianami, some of the personnel that's there, I think that's eventually going to be a very good situation. But you gotta buy in, like it's not easy. Right. And sometimes you hear this. This type of thing goes both ways. Sometimes you hear like we don't like playing for this guy and he's too intense. And then eventually everything pans out and they buy in and everything goes well. Or it's the opposite, like the Patricia Lyon era. You know, then then we don't like this guy. He's not a player's coach. We can't stand working well, for him. And then it goes. If they got anything it goes away. like a
2: shit bag over there, that we had here they're in fucking trouble.
1: Yeah, I th- I think I'm not allowed to say his name because it just goes off the rails too quick when bag? I talk about him. No, just no, I could say shitbag, but if okay. I say Patricia, it's just right. triggering for all parties involved. Okay. Um
0: we need to talk about a uh, we need to touch on a topic we touched on last week. Uh we were talking about Alvin Kamara and uh all of us kind of were in agreement that we thought he would get some I mean, I think you said 10 games. What I, you, said, you, said, you said? You said you said he should have at least six, got six games, a minimum of six. I, I think we were kind of all on the same page with that. Uh He was suspended three games.
2: That's that's ah. a fucking farce. He stomped some guy into the fucking ground. Once again, once again, here we go.
0: Uh well, Roger Goodell's an idiot. I, I mean, I can't disagree with you, but I know the first thing that. That So so you th- you think, okay, so he settled out of court. He paid the guy off. That's
2: basically what happened. Am I wrong there or no?
1: Um, he
2: settled out of court,
1: paid the guy off. Yeah, he settled out of court. I mean, this is still the league, and they've always. And, and, and
2: what point do you not fucking say, okay, you know what, Alvin? You've <laughs> embarrassed yourself and the fucking league, and you know what? We're going to sit you for half the season Mm -hmm. for you to learn your fucking lesson so you never do it again.
1: It goes back to precedents. They've set a precedent that you can hurt women and you can you can hurt other people and beat them up. You can hurt dogs, um, whatever, that the precedent is that you're just going to get a slap on the wrist. And it's probably always going to continue that way. But all roads always lead to JMO. You guys know me. All roads lead to JMO, and if if you, if you bet on a basketball game from your hotel room while you're out with an ACL injury, you're going to get six games, and the league is going to take money from that entity wow. that you used to bet, and it'll never make sense. The way this league doles out punishment will never. So you can ever make sense. go and,
2: and insult somebody and stomp them into the ground and get three games. JMO, go out. And stomp on Roger Goodell's head and get your three-game
1: suspension yeah.
0: and add it onto the oh, six oh, fucking games he gave you.
1: Yeah, it's a great idea.
0: Ridiculous. You want to know what I Ridiculous. find? Ridiculous. You wanna know what I find wild about that? Okay. If we go back in time a little bit here, right? Um when on the field of play, uh Nedomican Sue stomped somebody out in a similar fashion to Probably in a lesser fashion to the way Alvin Kamara did. Oh, wasn't a that, lot lesser. Wasn't a that Aaron Rodgers?
1: Uh, no, it was, uh, Br- it was uh, Brian lineman. Balaga. It was it was one of the linemen.
0: Either way, Uh and that was on the field to play amongst two guys. He was suspended two games. But if you're out in public, one stop, one stop, one stop,
1: one stop, a single stop on the field, stomp.
0: on the field, stomp. A single on field stomp gets you two games. But you can go out on the Las Vegas strip, drunk as shit, beat the shit out of some guy, stomp him out, and you only get and and, and multiple stomps. I wonder if it was Habitual Stomps. I wonder if it was Roger Goodell. If somebody stomped out Roger Goodell. If if at the if at the Pro Bowl or whatever, one of these guys just beat the shit out of Roger Goodell. How many games do you think they would get?
1: Yeah, so so. (laughs) There's there's context at that point. It's who is the player, what position does he play, how many jerseys does he sell, and what city does he play in. And I think that's what Tom Brady. It's all politics. Tom Brady drives over to Roger Goodell's house
2: and stomps the fucking dog shit out of him. And I I I, you know what I take that back. If Aaron Rodgers drives to, to uh, Goodell's house, stomps the shit out him. How many games is he getting?
1: Aaron Rodgers gets no games for stomping Roger Goodell. That's my opinion. Not a one. Not one. Roger not Goodell. a one. You know why? He plays for Roger
2: the... Goodell would get up with his bloody nose and kiss Aaron Rodgers right on the ball. I bat. agree. That's I why. I agree. That's he, why he,
1: he plays for the ridiculous, Jets, ridiculous. which is probably Come Roger on. Goodell's favorite team ever. He plays for. I don't know that for certain. I'm not. He's just from New York, so I'm guessing he's a Jets or a Giant. Man. Ridiculous. So he gets no games, number one. And number two, he probably gets a raise. He probably he says Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron, we're give you sorry about it.
2: what we did. Name Here.
1: another player, any Here. other player. Tom Brady gets four games for his stomp on Easy. Roger Goodell. Because that's sorry, just the magic game, number. He got four games for fucking deflating. Exactly. It's just the magic numbers, four games yeah. for Brady and Goodell. It's the
2: magic number.
1: Yeah.
0: Um let's move on from there. Uh I, Marlon Mack. We're going to talk about Marlon Mack, uh, former Colt. I've always been a fan of him. Always liked I liked Marlon. him.
2: I, I just thought he had some.
0: Plagued with injury. Uh, yeah. He's going to miss yeah. the entire year this year. Just came out. He tore his Achilles. I didn't know he
2: was still playing in the
0: league. I don't wanna, with the Cardinals. I don't want to sound like an asshole, he but. He signed with the Cardinals okay. last week.
2: And he, and he tore his a Achilles. shit. He's out. Yeah. That's. That's one guy that should just absolutely never play football again. No, oh, yeah, I think that's it. I, I I think that's it for him. Um It's too bad because he was had a promising career and yeah. once the injury started, he just He's, could not get out. He, he got Javid bested. Yeah. 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 Um at least Javid Best was fast enough to join the Olympic team. That's true. Yeah. That's the difference.
0: I don't remember the last time this happened, but all three of the big three starting rookie quarterbacks, or drafted rookie quarterbacks. So what? Stroud was the one was the Young was the first overall pick. Stroud at two, and Richardson at four mm-hmm. are all slated to start Week One for their teams.
2: Does that surprise you?
0: Yes, it does. I mean, that doesn't happen. Think that doesn't. Yeah, happen but if you look at game.
2: all three of those teams.
0: Ooh. They all all desperately needed it. They're, they're all desperate. But see, you know what's interesting about that? I remember not too long ago you telling me that Davis Mills was going to be the week one starter for the Houston Texans. Do we have to go there right now? No. Just, <laughs> just You know what? Just want to remind you. I just want to remind you something. Hmm.
2: Davis Mills took an absolute shellacking last year and stood in strong. And I'll give him that much. Amen. Let's let's see if let's God see if C.J. Stroud Davis, Davis, can handle the pressure that Davis Mills was under last year. <laughs>
0: Davis Mills,
2: am I right or God wrong?
0: bless Davis Mills?
2: You know what kind of pressure he was under last year? Come on, man. So, and I'll tell I'll say this: Stroud at least has some weapons. <laughs> Davis Mills didn't have shit last year. Besides, the ghost of a uh, Brandon Cooks. I
0: don't know if <laughs> I would call what what C.J. Stroud has is weapons okay i mean weapons
2: i think he still has more weapons than davis mills had last year absolutely
1: if all three of these quarterbacks are going to start which it seems like it's trending that way i'm yeah. i'm wrong it's a hot take i had is that i said they will all start at some point except for stroud um i thought richardson would be day one i thought i yeah. thought bryce young would come in it seems like they are all ahead of the curve of where they're supposed to be. I am excited to watch all three of them for different reasons. I'm excited to watch, like, I think the one I'm going to be most enamored with was is Richardson. I think he's going to be doing the most mind-boggling shit. Um, I thought Bryce Young was one of the best quarterbacks to ever play at Alabama. I'm excited to see him be that number one overall pick and that guy they build a franchise around. And I just, as a Michigan fan, I've loved watching these Ohio state quarterbacks. They don't do shit in the pros. Um, remains to be seen on fields, in my opinion. I think Stroud is going to be the one to do shit because he's the most pro-style passer out of all them. And I'm just excited for to that, see him that, buck that he, trend.
2: That gives you an idea of where college football is at right
1: now. We have a college football ske- uh, conversation scheduled in yeah. at the bottom if we get there. So. That's how much
2: college football has evolved, I think, in the past 10 to 15 years, mm-hmm. is these guys are Almost to the point where they're plug-and-play now. Mm-hmm. That uh, that didn't happen 15 years
0: ago. If you had to pick right now, and I only need a one-word answer here, out of those three, who has the most successful season, who is it?
1: I think it's Bryce Young because I think the Panthers are going to genuinely have a chance to win that division.
2: I agree. So you're I both agree. on the same page there. Well, I, I mean, I, I think Stroud is the most talented thrower out of those guys because he can make all the throws, but I think Young is in the best situation. That's my opinion. Hmm. That will be interesting. I think the Carolina Panthers are better than the Colts, and they're obviously better than the
0: Texans. So, we have a couple other quarterback controversies going on. Uh, It seems like in San Francisco there's two guys fighting for the number two (laughs) spot, and that is Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. Uh, I'll be honest. For me, I, I just feel like Trey Lance is just.
1: And, and he's got an or. People are freaking out because they haven't seen or on the depth chart between two quarterbacks in their lives. And the beat writers and the national guys are like, oh, I've never seen this before. But um, meanwhile, Michigan football's been putting or on their depth chart, especially at quarterback ever since Jim Harbaugh's been there. But um, there's some ors on the depth chart. I. I'm curious to see how that shakes out. Good for Trey Lance if he's able to climb his way back in. Good for him. That's a lot of adversity to climb through. That's about as much adversity as you can get in the first three years of your career. So good for him. I don't think it's going to happen. That's a
0: tough situation. It's like
1: Okuda. I don't think it's going to happen. But who knows? Maybe it will.
0: You never know. Uh, Right now, as far as the Tampa Bay quarterback depth chart goes, (laughs) Baker Mayfield is number one with Kyle Trask is number two. Uh, Todd Bowles said this week that Mayfield will start their first preseason game and Kyle Trask will start their second preseason game. Uh, don't forget, John Wolford's also on the roster too. Can I ask a question? Of course. Uh, when does Todd Bowles officially get fired? I'm gonna, Week 7? So I was thinking about this too. I don't think he makes it to Week 7. Um, <laughs> it, it could come if they're 0-4 on Sunday, October 1st after you playing New Orleans, they could get rid of him before before the bye week because then they're on a bye, and then they have Detroit the following week. Okay. So, hypothetically, after they lose that so You fr- figure if they're 0-4 going into week four. Well, I mean. Or there's, is that week five going
2: they, into week five? Week four.
0: Okay. Week four. I mean, at Minnesota's a loss. At home against Chicago, maybe. Probably not. Then at home against Philadelphia. That'll be a pummeling of epic proportions.
2: So, in other words, if you're telling me if they don't win at least one of those first four games, I think he's he's gone for
0: the bye week. I think so. Because then they come out of the bye week, and it's Detroit, Atlanta, Buffalo, Houston. So that may be two and seven, if they're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's gone. I think he's gone at the bye. And they have a week five bye, so it'll be pretty quick. They're going to need that Um, to regroup. Let's touch real quick here on Gardner Minshew. Uh, so I can't. They spoke to um Michael Pittman and he had nothing but good things to say about both quarterbacks that are there. Uh, I've always liked the Gunter Minshew story, Gardner Minshew story. Um, seems like a cool dude. I mean, obviously, I think this, I I, I think he's got a bad. If there's anybody that's been dealt a um
2: a more fucked up hand than him. I don't know that, that I, I don't think the guy is not talented. I think he's good enough to start in this league, but it just, I mean,
1: okay. So I don't you think lose he was to
2: Trevor. You lose your job to Trevor Lawrence.
1: I don't think he was dealt yeah. a bad hand, um, no? but no, I don't think he was ever dealt any bad hands. I mean, it's a bad uh, Jacksonville sucks and he seized a really good moment there. And he was great in college. Gardner Minshew was great in college, but um, he's a career backup. You know, if he's himself. if he's here, he's a backup quarterback, and good for him. And that I don't know if he's the right guy to mentor. Um, I don't know if he's the right guy to mentor Anthony Richardson, but he at least can show him this is what it's like to be a rookie quarterback in the league. Because I think Minshew got in as a rookie, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Who was in front of him that got injured? Was it Blake Bortles? I don't remember. Yes, um, or no? But he got benched. Blake Bortles got benched and yeah. put Minshew in. I don't remember how Minshew got in. I know he came in mid It Listen, it's going to be Anthony Richardson, but Minshew's a great guy. As long as he's not fiending with his ego to try and get back on the field, he could be a good guy to have it, in the back listen, pocket for Richardson. last few gigs,
2: basically, you're in Jacksonville. You lose your job to Trevor Lawrence. Last year, he's in Philadelphia. Obviously, he's not going to beat Jalen Hurts out. I mean, that was obvious. But – he he played well on both of those teams. Did he not win? So I don't I don't think it's it's an issue, huh? Did he
0: win a playoff game with
1: Philly? I think he was on the roster. I don't know if he. I mean, he obviously didn't yeah, win the game. Yeah, he was on the roster he yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I don't I don't I don't think he's a bad player. Out outside Teddy Bridgewater, I'd probably want him as my backup before anybody else. You know, uh, I just think he was dealt a bad hand. I mean, he went to two teams that have franchise quarterbacks it's it's tough to do
0: Malik Willis is now officially Qb2 on the Tennessee Titans depth chart above will Levis okay uh <clears throat> that was inevitable Mike. I, I- uh, see, I didn't see that. I didn't see this coming at all. I was way off on this. I thought Malik what? Willis's days were numbered. I, I,
2: I just got one question.
0: Vrabel praised him this week, saying that he has seen glaring improvement. Ask yeah. your question. Go I, ahead. I have one question. Go ahead. Why the fuck did they
2: draft Will Levis? Why?
1: Why? Maybe it was the positioning where where they got him. They're like, oh, we could we could do something with this.
0: Yeah, but my God. Why would you burn a draft pick? Well, because, okay, I, I think this is what makes sense. Ryan Tannehill is only under contract for this year, right? And, I mean... So, you got Levis next year as a backup, then? Well... Is that what you're I saying? think next year is when your quarterback competition really begins. Because I don't think they really give a shit who plays backup this year, right? They're going to As well, long as Tannehill you're, you're has a ball, he's going to play. you that they're
2: throwing play. the towel in before the season even fucking starts.
0: But, I think in a way that they kind of are. I mean... This is the thing. Unless Tannehill plays outside his body this year. They're not going to do anything. This was Tennessee's division for, like, the last three years. And now it's Jacksonville's division, right? And then the Colts have reloaded, right? And Houston's trying to reload. Actually,
2: out of all those teams that you're talking about right now, I think Houston was on top there for a while in the Watt era when J.J. Watt was there. Yes, but I'm talking— And then the Colts had their little run— and then they just fucking fell into the dumpster. Those,
0: in recent memory, prior to last year, this was Tennessee's division. Okay. Last three years yeah. before last, last year. Last two years it's been right. Tennessee. So, you know, Colts got their franchise quarterback now, right? Houston has their franchise quarterback. Both of those teams are on the basement on their way up. Jacksonville's up here. And Tennessee's on, on the toboggan ride down right now. So I think... If they're smart, they let Tannehill go off into the sunset after this year, let somebody else deal with him, and then your quarterback competition really begins next year. In my opinion,
1: they might yeah, be exactly but what, what what's do they do? Draft another I fucking quarterback no.
0: next year? No, I think you have your two guys who you're okay. going to see going forward. It's either going to but so you Will think Levis well, either
2: Levis or, or, or Malik Willis, Willis. going to be
0: the guy? I do. I just I, I, just, I think I, they're going to give them it. both this year to develop fully. Okay, because if if Mike Vrabel's not full of shit, Malik Willis is showing a ton of improvement. Give him another year to sit there. Will Levis, give him a year to have competition with both these guys. They're only going to improve. And then next year, I think that's when we really start to see what's going to happen. Ryan Tannehill's 35 years old and the last year of his deal. I mean, and end of story, this right. is it for him. Uh, that they,
1: franchise is trending towards dumpster fires. Right. Yes.
0: They might as well bring Carson
2: through. Wentz in and have him trial for the third-string quarterback.
1: Um, the Saudi's are
0: gonna buy it anyway. So, oh, they're gonna go for the Titans now. Yeah.
1: The Titans unveiled. The they have Nash. a stadium video that came out today. By the Did way, they? for their new stadium, one point two really? billion dollars. They're trying to lure a bunch of events. Um, it's got a retractable roof. I haven't you watched yet. It looks cool. Aaron Rodgers
0: will be a Titan next year. I never know. <laughs> Wow, $2.1 billion $2.1 stadium billion, set sorry. to open in 2027. Yeah, they're oh, trying to lure some WrestleManias, get some done.
1: Final Fours, some Super Bowls.
0: Will
2: Mike Vrabel be there at this point?
1: I
0: will say the location of their stadium, mm-hmm. fabulous. Right there on the river, mm-hmm. right there down the middle of Broadway. I've
1: never been to Nashville, but I know you can walk to their stadium.
0: Oh, yeah. It's you have Broadway. The, don't is, you think you that they should the
2: change their yeah, name? Yeah, you
1: just got to go across the The, the Titans? River.
0: Yes. No, Perhaps
2: a fucking loop. I don't. I would rebrand if I was them.
1: The Bootstraps? The Tennessee Bootstraps? The
0: Riverboats.
1: River Tennessee <laughs> Riverboats? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's Why awesome. not? That is fucking awful. Tennessee I'd rather, Riverboat. I'd rather them go back to the Oilers if they were
2: going
1: to change. The Tennessee, Memphis
2: did it once. Memphis did not USFL. The Tennessee the
1: Nissans, the Tennessee Automotives, because all the automotive industry moved down there.
0: But I will say, so placement of the stadium, awesome. Stadium itself looks like a dump. Never been there, but just okay. doesn't look. It looks black. Doesn't look the part.
1: Yeah, it's just very is a cookie cutter outdoor stadium when it yeah. was built like the, those are all getting replaced at the moment. Correct.
0: Uh, do you want to talk about John Gruden?
1: Yeah, I do. Go. Um it seems that Gruden on at least two occasions has been in the building getting unpaid or not getting paid, excuse me, in the building not getting paid helping out with Derek Carr. So he's helping his old quarterback. He was at practices last week mentoring and grooming Derek Carr, and he actually did it earlier in the summer as well and has been consulted by the Saints on how to handle Derek Carr. And I love that. I miss John Gruden. I'm disappointed he left Monday Night Football because I thought him and Tirico were actually very good together. Um And I hope at some point he moseys his way back into some sort of NFL spotlight. And it's funny, until I saw his name last week, I was wondering where he had been. And it's good to see that he's still existing somewhere.
2: That's just like, I I like John Gruden. I know you do. You know what? I I still don't like what happened with the Raiders. I still don't agree with it. I still don't agree how he was singled out. And there was a lot of other people, their fucking names didn't come out. So that that to me is bullshit. They singled him out. They tried to ruin his reputation. And I, I, don't, I don't agree with some of the things he said. But I, I don't agree with uh, taking stuff out of content either. And I believe a lot of stuff was taken out of content. That's all I'm going to say. That's all you're going to say?
0: Yep. That's it? Yep. Okay. Um, let's move on to some free agent signings this week. Uh, Miles Jack uh, has signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so he was with Pittsburgh last year. He started out his career with Jacksonville. Uh, he actually came out and said this week that he didn't really think he was going to get signed. And he was going to pursue a career in plumbing. If he Good did. for him. Good for him. Yeah. Got to get up hey, and keep it going. world needs plumbers world needs plumbers.
1: Plumbers are probably getting paid than me. Go
2: ahead. Try to call one and see <laughs> what it costs you. Yeah. You're going to need to play in the NFL just to pay for it.
1: It's not just plumbers, Uncle Sam, and you know that. It's welders. Electricians. It's electricians. It's just contractors in general. Uh, craftsmen, you know. Any, any skilled tra- H VAC, any skilled tradesmen. Um, what are the woodworkers called? Carpenters. There's a need for carpenters. The whole nine. So, good for him, and welcome back to the league. He was a great player in college. where do he go, UCLA, if I remember correctly? Um, I hope for the best for him.
0: Uh, Another one that I thought was interesting, Kenyon Drake has signed with the Colts. Uh,
1: They're down some running backs. They
0: are down some running backs, especially if Jonathan Taylor is gone. So, that's a very serviceable guy uh, who I think found himself in a pretty good position there. I don't mind that. So, Taylor has not showed up at all.
1: No, no, I think he did show up and it got solved, but he's actually injured and he's he's repairing his injury off site at the moment. I think was this the back injury that he's
2: told everybody he didn't have?
1: It's whatever issue he's had. It's I don't know if it's the back injury. They just okay. they just so there, now
2: we're, we're, we don't know who the fucking liar is. is there, if it's
1: Ursay or him. Who's their coach? Steichen, Steichen or, or uh, Gannon? It's one of the two Eagle coordinators. I don't remember which one. He said we're we're not worried. He'll be back. We don't really know the specific. They'll be, I'm I would i can, I'm just if trying I can, to figure out who's the
2: one that's that's spewing the shit. Was it Taylor or is it Ursay?
1: But it's a it's a joint effort, but it seems like Taylor's not gonna hold out like Jacobs. I think he's gonna play this year, but he's okay. just banged up right now. So he'll be fine. All
0: right. So we got Kenyon Drake uh with the Colts, Miles Jack with the Eagles, Justin Houston to the Panthers. How do you feel about that one?
2: I I like that actually for the Panthers anyway. Listen, they needed somebody when they lost Riddick. True, and I think to put him in there opposite of what they have there right now, that's that's a pretty uh, pretty telling foe. He, he was ha- he had a pretty good year last year with uh, Baltimore. I was surprised he was still uh, relevant.
1: There's a common theme with their signings they they are bringing in formerly savvy vets, and uh, good for them. I think that's I think that's a good fit and. I'm not expecting a crazy amount of production. It's certainly a guy you want in your locker room as a first year, not a first year, but a new head coach, a veteran yeah, head he's coach. An eight, but... Hey,
2: he's an eight, eight sack a year guy, easy Can, be. easy.
1: Can be. And if he has
2: a real good year, he'll, he'll get double digits. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, one of the last big-name defensive guys uh, uh, who, who's, in my eyes, it's still really relevant on defense to sign, was Yannick Ngakwe to the Bears. Um I love it. I love it. And is a guy who's still, I think, in, 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 a, in the prime spot of his career. Uh, he can rack up a lot of sacks, as we've seen in the past. He kind of flies a little bit under the radar. Last year he had a nice season. I, I like the signing.
1: Yeah, it's a good year to be uh, – you could be productive in that division this year. I think outside of the Lions, there's some really lackluster offensive lines, And he gets to go against the Vikings, and the, the Packers are serviceable, but – he gets to go against those We're long in the lines. tooth the
2: packers are long in the tooth on their own they're
1: long lines. in the tooth and and they got a rookie quarter or not a rookie quarterback but a first year quarterback that's not going to keep plays alive like aaron Rodgers did right. so it's a good year to eat in that division and i know we had a yannick and conversation we a did. few months back and would have been nice to have him here um it's just another veteran bridge shining i feel like and good for him one I think year he deal be productive. he can get be him in there for a year yeah he could be productive i agree
0: Uh, And then one of our all-time favorite guys, I actually remember um, just being over the moon when he signed here in Detroit. Uh, I actually remember listening to the radio when he signed here, and we were in the shed at Gratiot together. Uh, Trey Flowers going back home to sign with the New England Patriots.
2: (laughs) He's the only guy I know that made $19 million a year (laughs) <laughs> and and was never a double digit sack guy. Just Only guy I've ever seen.
1: Another botch by Patricia and
2: Quinn. Yeah, he, he was making J.J. Watt money in Detroit for seven sacks.
1: And also, there's there's been a over the years there's a theme of Patriot guys ending up back there and then still being productive. I don't think that's going to happen here. Doesn't what? doesn't. No, that people. hasn't happened in quite it some time. It hasn't happened in a long time.
2: Well, well, I think since Gerard Mayo, I don't think that's happened.
0: So or they, Patrick Chung. They did uh get him a little bit of a discount compared to what the Lions did. Uh it's a one point one million dollar one-year deal oh my God. with up Christ to tomorrow. two and a half million in incentives. Wow. All I can say is wow.
2: <laughs> wow. He's 17 million dollars underpaid.
0: <laughs> uh Mercedes Lewis. Um
1: Mercadus Lewis.
0: I, I thought I didn't even I mean, am I crazy for thinking that uh I thought he was very much so done. And you want to know what that one reminds me of? The Jimmy Graham one. I mean, these guys just don't want to go how, away. How, how, Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham is still
2: playing he in this league. He just signed. I can't sign him. How yeah. long has Jimmy Graham been in the league? So, Mercedes Wrong. Lewis, a bear. 19 I years?
1: I think Mercedes Lewis is, is there to, the Bears are going to run NFL. the shit out of the ball. That's, yeah, that's their plan. He's there to block. He's always been a blocking tight end. And those guys Good last block. a long time. Right. Um, I saw Mercedes Lewis play in college. By the way, I went to USC, UCLA in 2005. It was Reggie Bush's last home. I saw Mercedes Lewis and uh, Maurice Jones-Drew. They were at UCLA, and um, they played at the Coliseum. Those, those are some names you're those throwing are names. up. Those names, Reggie you Bush, and some guys last have name. been. Yeah, out of the league for the the over a decade. I saw them play in college at the Coliseum, and then that was the game before they lost that epic Rose Bowl to Texas. I saw I saw Senior Day the at Texas? the Coliseum, yeah, and I saw young. them all play. At the time, it was number one versus number ten UCLA. I think was undefeated or one loss at the time, and USC blew them out. Um, so good for Mercedes Lewis. I think this is a swan song and going
0: into year eighteen as a bear.
1: There wow. you go. Congrats. Oh, wow,
0: you're eighteen. Uh, one of your favorites of all time, Jadavian Clowney, visiting the Ravens today.
2: My God, oh, what can
0: I say? All we need next is Vontez Burfict to make a comeback, and then we'll
2: just I, I was gold. I was a huge Vontez Burfict guy. I loved him ever since he came out of Arizona State.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I I watched a college game with him, and there was a team at the goal line getting ready to score. I can't remember what team it was. But my man stopped them four straight times himself. He made four straight tackles to keep them out of the end zone. And I was just enamored by him. He was like a heat sinking missile. He's one of the best, best ferocious tacklers that I've seen outside Ray Lewis.
0: Uh, Kareem Hunt visiting or, uh, visited the Saints already, uh, visiting the Colts today. No,
1: wait, there's a small caveat. He he was on the plane. Him and Anthony Barr separate situations. Kareem Cunt <laughs> Kareem Cunt was on the was he got to New Orleans. His agent called him and said, Turn around and go and you're just gonna leave because Indianapolis was offering more money. Go work out for them and it's a better fit for him. So he, I think he went and visited the Colts. And I think Anthony Barr was also visiting both teams. And Kareem Kareem Cunt to the Colts would be incredible. Well, Um, this
0: was the thing I saw this morning that Kareem Hunt to the Saints was a done deal. mm -hmm. Like that Uh was supposed to be a done deal this morning. He was supposed to sign. All of a sudden, he got on a plane and went to Indy.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think his agent told him to turn around, and um, and now we'll we'll see how that unfolds.
0: Yeah, that one will be interesting. Um, The two biggest names probably still holding holding out: Chris Jones and Zach Martin. Uh, Again, Zolo is quoted as saying these things always get resolved. Absolutely. you still think these I things agree. get resolved?
1: I think Chris Jones gets resolved. I don't think Zach Martin gets resolved. Really? You don't? Yeah, because of Jerry, Jerry Jones had some recent quotes on Zach Martin. Chris Jones, I'm hoping. There's some injuries and some issues with the Chiefs that I'm hoping hold until past week one, I'm really hoping Chris Jones is serious about this and doesn't report. I think he comes back that first day of actual practice after the preseason. Um, I don't want him to be there for the Lions against the Lions week one. And I know Kadarius Toney's probably going to be back at that point too, which was disappointing here. I want them to get a crippled. I don't, I, I don't care be if he's a crippled with you, Chiefs I don't think team. any
2: of that matters. Hey, no, I you're, really you're right. You're right. I don't think that matters.
1: You're right. That being said, I think Chris Jones gets resolved or he comes back. Um, I think Zach I Martin holds back. out. You
2: know what? I hope he comes back. You want to beat wanted. the best you Chiefs team possible. I want to know why. I wanted to miss every day of camp till week one. Fine. Okay. Then come back in.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we end today's show, uh, I just want to touch on uh, a little college football talk real quick. Um, it, what's the Pac-12 now down to like the Pac-4?
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, either, it's either four or six. It's it's over the, Pac- four. the, the Pac-12. And the Big tens what? The Big Twenty. The Big, Big Ten, 15, I think, is 18, 18 right now. 18. Big 18. 18. They're probably the ACC is the next conference on deck. Listen, there's a whole. this is a whole episode that we can do. and um, We will. We'll get into I, that. I would love to do that. Yeah. I, in fact, I really want to do This is going to be one of the best years ever for college football, not just because I'm a Michigan fan. It's the fourth time I've said that on this episode alone. <laughs> this is one of the best years ever for college football for two reasons. Number one, it's the last year of the Pac-12 as we know it. Um, So last year, the Pac-12. So this this current landscape of college football that we know, it's the last year. Number two, I think this is the last year, of the 14 playoff. It goes to what, 12 teams next year. So college football is going to look completely different next year. But the Pac-12 has arguably four of they could have the top four drafted quarterbacks next year. Caleb Williams, who won the Heisman at USC, who's coming to the Big Ten. Michael Penix at Washington, who's incredible, who used to play at Indiana in the Big Ten and is now at Washington, and they're coming to the Big Ten. Um... Cameron Rising at Utah, some people think that he's second to Caleb Williams, and then Bo Nix at Oregon. There's three or four first-round names on that list next year. They all play in the Pac-12, and it's or Pac-10, whatever. It's the last year. It's going to be really competitive and really great. I feel for you, Pac-12 fans. I really do. Um, as you, you people know.
2: See, we got to let that play out, because what I've been hearing is possibly the Mountain West would be merging with them.
1: It it doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter because at that point, it's just Oregon State, it's Washington State, it's Cal and Stanford, which are which are great, Um, and then the Mountain West, which it's too late. They had a chance to take in Fresno and San Diego State would have been a big one for the Pac-12 because San Diego State, from a basketball standpoint, you would have got a team that was in the national championship game this year. Um, It's too late. They dug their own grave. The ACC is doing it now. TV rights deals dominate the money in college football. It's just the way it's been for a while. The Big Ten and the SEC have mastered how to play that landscape, and they've mastered how to be more than regional. The, U- the Big Ten brought in Maryland to get the D.C. market. They brought in Rutgers to get the New York market. They have USC and UCLA, two of the biggest brands on their own at all, in they? football and basketball. Yeah. Um the SEC has been doing it. The next deal to expire and to have issues, so the long story short in the Pac-12 is they just never got ahead of it. They never figured out their TV deal, and these teams are leaving because they're like, wait, why will we get a shitty revenue share when we can go to the Big Ten and get a good revenue share with a good TV deal? Um, the next league that's up to bat is the ACC. The problem is it's bad for their teams to leave their current deal. They don't get to make any money. Do not be shocked if Clemson ends up in the Big Ten. Do not be shocked if Virginia, Virginia Tech, Boston College, Florida State, Miami, some combination, Georgia Tech, some combination of those teams are going to end up in the Big Ten and the SEC. Um, my guess is the Big Ten goes in first, brings their conference to twenty to twenty-four teams, and they're all over the country right. at that point. And we are trending towards the Big Two conferences. We are trending towards. I don't know why the you just Ten don't do SEC. that. Yeah, I hate it. Um, but yeah. also, at the same time, North I love it. the
2: South and call it a day. It's, it's going to create better games. Country.
1: It's going to create a lot better games, which yep. is great. Um, it it kind of kills a lot of tradition, a lot of rivalries. I think the Rose Bowl's a thing in the, pa- the past, and I wanted Michigan to win an actual traditional well, Rose Bowl. When you Bowl. think
2: about it, though, that's that that stuff has been over for decades. It has been. It's been over for decades.
1: Yeah, it has been. Yes. And um, you're, you're right about that. But it's going to create for more competitive games in college football. Um, yeah. The the days of Michigan getting away with playing no one and and everybody Alabama plays FCS schools, uh, their first couple weeks like that's, well, that's gonna just, go. That's just the first, first four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you you can't you can't play Tennessee Chattanooga in the, play Cita- in the Citadel anymore. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to. Michigan's schedule is gonna be or Alabama for that reason is gonna have to play all SEC teams and they're gonna be good teams and you're gonna get good games, better better games. Um, so that's I'm, I'm exciting. To be
2: honest with you, that's why I've really. I'll commend Ohio State for one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. They will go on a road and play in Oregon. Yeah, They'll play Washington. You don't see... Michigan
1: do So that, dude. so it's funny you say that because Michigan did have some home and home, like they had Washington scheduled for the pandemic. They were supposed to go to right. Seattle this season. It got canceled. And Michigan's got some good things on the docket. They have a home and home with Texas coming, a home and home with Oklahoma coming. And they're down, they're down I see, the road. Michigan State do it. Michigan State does it. Yeah. And Michigan was good at scheduling teams until the last three or four years, and it's just gone by oh, the wayside. It's
2: ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And and you know what? You would expect a guy like Jim Harbaugh. To step in on that and say, you know what? To be ranked where we're at, they're ranked two right now. Mm-hmm. You better fucking show something. They got a cakewalk the first four
0: weeks. Yes, but everybody does that. That's bullshit.
1: Alabama's been doing that. it for years. Alabama
0: plays. Yeah, but they'll Alabama that neutral also site. plays the
1: hardest teams in college That's true. That's true. During but, the season, but you can make the case that this year Michigan had they're, they're, the hardest, the most the most talented conference in college football this year is the big 10 east and that's michigan ohio state and penn state and then the teams after that like usc's coming in so yeah georgia and alabama who play in different parts of the sec are good and lsu which plays in the same part as alabama which is sec west right um yeah i mean it's coming co- I mean, college football's they, narrowing it's going like this the talent level from
2: the sec to everybody else is vast it's huge mm. i think that and and that i'm with you that's a fucking issue
0: yeah but i think that door is going to start closing here pretty quickly
2: it should i do it michigan, should if
0: you're going to be able to recruit out west now
1: michigan doesn't pay people like those teams do and still will hit that like jim harbaugh saying there's a chance that like Fifteen to twenty guys can get drafted, and that seven offensive linemen alone could be drafted this year. Which is saying a lot because you can only start five of them. So and that's you, without paying players. Said,
2: wait a minute, you just said they're not paying players, Michigan? Mm-hmm. They've been playing players for decades.
1: Well, like every other yeah, time. you you know you you know what you I'm know what saying? I mean? Yeah, but the they, NIL they also get
2: a seventy thousand dollars scholarship every fucking. The
1: scholarship's time. one thing, but that's, you get you get the gist. Like the yeah. landscape's changing.
0: Yeah, I agree, one thousand percent. But you want to know what? I like it. I think there's going to you're going to end up with four conferences that actually matter, and you're gonna. I think you're going to have.
1: It might be more, two.
0: You might have. You're going to have a lot more parity. I think that's
2: right. I think it's going to wind up being two eventually.
0: We're, we're going to do some more college football talk here in the coming weeks, but for today, that's all we've got for you. But next week, we're going to look very similar to the way we do now, and we're going to have our full breakdown of the NFL Top 100. So stay tuned for that. Check it out on Wednesday. Uh, and follow us on our socials, uh, Twitter and Instagram at TipBalls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast, Axe, excuse me, Axe at TipBalls. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, remember to subscribe, ring the bell, or you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Music every Wednesday for the next couple of weeks because then when the season starts, full throttle. Full throttle all full the way in. Thank you so much for listening. You'll 200 from, miles per hour. You'll hear from us next week. Thanks, Bruce.